Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for the week of December 6th through the 12th. This week is light compared to most. We have a Sun-Neptune alignment we've got to deal with, but otherwise we've got some blessings and opportunities this week. But let's not get too comfy. As I suspected, when we have a super light week or those rare weeks like you've noticed where there's no activations, I think it only happens once or twice a year, that means the next week is probably going to be nuts. So I'm just warning you, this week is light, next week is nuts. Next week, we have the new moon solar eclipse in Sag, Chiron going direct, and Saturn and Jupiter dip their first toes into Aquarius once and for all. So that is the beginning of the big shift that we're working up toward winter solstice on the 21st. So take advantage of the lighter week we have this week. And I also will say with it being so short that I will probably have some room at the end of the month to do some more bonus audios. So I'm still inviting you all to give me your subjects that you would like me to speak a little extra about. And I am happy to do that. So let's dive in. Sun square Neptune kicks off our week, which doesn't even happen until Wednesday. This activation can cause self-doubt, self-delusion, and overall confusion that seems to be sourced within or self-directed. It's only temporary. This is just the universe's way of slowing you down so you can see where your goals may have been unrealistic or based on flights of fancy. That's Neptune for you. If your energy is low and you're feeling challenged to see the bright side of things, it is better to just time out, rest, and replenish if possible. And most of all, do not initiate any grand plans as you are not really seeing things as they truly are at this time. Luckily, this is a pretty short-lived activation. So let me just say, Sun and Mercury are always a tag team. So if Sun hits it, Mercury's next. Next week, it's going to be Mercury squaring Neptune. So right now, the confusion is, is within you, the individual. But next week, it's going to be a little bit of mental confusion and probably hard to communicate with others in some form or fashion. Now, that being said, with all the energies of initiation happening next week, it is a private, personal time that we probably shouldn't be pushing out in the world so much, as much as we should be focused inward on our new truth and story that's bubbling, okay? That is where the discrepancies are so obvious and we must clear them out, where the things that used to indicate our nature and personality and preferences and values and priorities has changed. It's shifted. It, it does evolve over time in a natural way. But 2020 did a huge break to realign to get us thinking in new directions. And so I think this energy where it can cause self-doubt and delusion and confusion that Neptune brings up, it's also a time to ask you to consciously choose to work with your imagination in a conscious way. Okay, not in the delusional way, but in how can we imagine a creative solution to whatever our biggest challenges are at this time? And how did we create them ourselves so we alone have the power to change it, right? That is Wednesday. On Thursday the 10th, Venus is going to sextile Pluto. Here's another one that indicates more to come. She's starting with Pluto this week, which means there's an opportunity for this brilliant transformation that's totally feasible and already underway, so you might as well co-create. But that means next week she's going to hit Jupiter and Saturn. So again, with the order, I like this. This means transformation happens first. We get an opportunity with that. 
We get an opportunity with Jupiter to expand on this last minute that it's in Capricorn for 12 years. Kind of juicy. And then Saturn lets us anchor something real. Okay, so let's use the energies for what they're good for and know that they're stepping stones in a process. None of this is a one and done. You hear these activations. Yes, there's three this week, but they color each other. They influence each other. They balance each other out or they challenge each other to express in other ways. Either way, it's a combination of energy that we have access to to co-create what we're trying to do in our own personal individual lives. So when Venus sextiles Pluto, it's an energy that deepens all emotions and strengthens bonds and attachments. Friendships and love relationships become much deeper and sometimes more intense, not to mention any physical sexual experiences. Being fake or superficial is never possible when Pluto's involved. And because Venus is involved, we're talking relationships or how you relate in general. So if you're needing to dig a little deeper with someone, you are supported. This energy can facilitate positive transformation in your relationships, partnerships, or collaboration. It will give you the added power to help you change what needs changing or at least get it on the table for a deeper discussion or a clearing conversation. Your emotional intensity may be at an unusually high level, so be sure to surround yourself with people who love you unconditionally or try to be alone and just reflect on what you're feeling, which echoes what I just said in the first paragraph. So again, with some intentional solitude is super useful right now during the eclipse portal because we're right in the two weeks where it's most intense and most confusing and most active. Okay, so if it's active in the energetic field, you want to be as still and clear in the internal field as possible. Last one on Friday, December 11th, Sun is going to trine Mars. This is a powerful energy for solidifying who you are and what you want and what you're capable of. Okay, deep breath, time out. This means Sag to Aries. This is very fiery. So this is an inspirational trine. And there is some ease around. See how this is balancing out the first one where there's confusion with Neptune? This one brings clarity about who you are and what you want. But in those fire departments, where's your Sag and Aries? Because pretty soon, well, January, Mars is going to finally move on from Aries after all this time. So it's had some interaction with these planets over and over to kind of reorganize and reshape things for you and all of us. And this is another opportunity as an individual to get some ease and grace in these departments that are sometimes challenging. It brings out your desire to be truly self-sustained and independent. And with the good angle between Sun and Mars, you are deeply supported for forward movement that feels almost effortless when you are grounded and aligned with your own truth and purpose. If you are not clear about who you are or what your purpose is, this energy will inspire you to find out. If you are already on track and crystal clear, then this energy strongly supports progress and evolution to the next level in obvious ways. The sun is just lighting it up. Mars is giving you the go-ahead for certain choices and decisions. It's a great time for physical activities that bring you progress and evolution to the next level in obvious ways. It is... It is a great time for physical activities that bring you joy and get your juices flowing. You should review with gratitude all the goals you've accomplished thus far and begin deciding what you can finish up in preparation for what's coming. You are truly being prepared for your future at this time. Use this great energy to ground that intent consciously and with a vote from your heart and soul. Deep breath. So powerful, but fairly light week compared to next week. So just... Power up, y'all. Fortify yourself, fortify your mind and your heart, 
and prepare for change, prepare for choices, prepare as if things are going to be very different because they are. And if you get a choice and you get your vote in, it doesn't feel so victim-ish, right? We don't feel like it's being imposed upon us from outside. Even though we know a lot of these social collective changes are what's affecting our individual choices, very much so. So let's make some new choices. We know the new year is coming. We know the new energies are coming to reset a 20-year cycle with Jupiter and Saturn that they get together every 20 years. But this time is special. It's a kickoff of a new 200-year cycle. So see how 20 years anchors 200? It's it's a big process and a big cycle that we're not going to live to see the complete outcome of. But we are here for the roots, to feed that root and to call in the vision that supports all life and humanity. I will preach it till the end of my days. This is a life-oriented planet. Our whole focus is on life and honoring the life-death life cycle because we know allowing death prepares the way for the rebirth. So for all we've lost this year, let's get okay with it and trust, 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 radical trust that it's clearing space for better experiences, better people, more alignment within, more trust within, where you trust your own thoughts and ideas and judgments. I think I will close with this quote that I used on the full moon call, but it's pretty popular because I had some people write me And this is from Kathy Pagano's post, so you can go see her entire article for the Gemini Full Moon Lunar Eclipse, which is really great in and of itself. But she led with a quote from a book called The Art of Living. And this is perfect for Gemini Sag eclipses and something to just keep in your back pocket along the way with this crazy mixed up world where we're clashing between virtual reality and real reality on a pretty daily basis and having to make choices accordingly. So this quote says, learn to think for yourself. Be suspicious of convention. Take charge of your own thinking. Rouse yourself from the days of unexamined habit. Conventional thinking, its means and its ends, is essentially uncreative and uninteresting. Its job is to preserve the status quo for overly self-defended individuals, and institutions. Trust nothing and nobody but yourself. Be ceaselessly watchful over your own beliefs and impulses. We take care of our own beliefs and impulses then, and constantly check in because truth evolves as well. We can't lock in on one truth. What was true yesterday is not true today. And that doesn't make it good, bad, right, or wrong. It just means we need to evolve and flow with it. And so it's more about managing your own consciousness and your own vibration than it is about preserving the status quo or going along to get along and being, you know, caught up in the social collective storm that's going on right now. Because this is hard. This is hard. Everybody's feeling a little confusion about what's real and what's not. So if you don't have those really strong default settings within you, you can lose your way. And that's why we do have a community and why we do have friends and extended family to reach out to as needed. So I will encourage you to do that too. I am going under for a bit of creativity for the month of December that I hope to pull it together over the next two weeks before solstice and certainly by the first of the year to have some new offerings for you. But right now I'm practicing what I preach and doing intentional solitude and taking it real easy as we navigate these eclipses because... The energy is pretty intense. 
And if you have Gemini, Sag, or Virgo, Pisces, it's personal. So we're feeling it the most. I have a ton of Virgo along with a Sag rising and a Mercury and Gemini, which is kind of like a double dose since it rules it. But no Pisces. So I have to consciously bring in the Pisces piece, which I do through people and other energies and entities. But it's where you have to, for me personally, I have to consciously let go and let God. I have to consciously relax and time out, like do a movie, escape. Don't be thinking about all of the things that I think about all the time, which I do. You know, I do. That's why I do this work, because all I care about is the cycles and patterns and getting better and helping people and helping the planet. But sometimes you got to time out and just watch a movie and let your let all that rest for a minute. It's like letting the computer go nonstop and never shutting it down. You know, we can't do that to ourselves. We're not computers, people. And as much as we are on screens and machines and all of that, it's excessive for what's normal and I want to say proper for our bodies to allow our systems to reset organically is an important, important thing. So last thing, now that I don't blah, blah, on and on, I'm sorry about that, was trying to keep it short and sweet, is another reminder that I am still considering this move to Colorado Springs and am looking to know who of my community and circle that listens to these things and that is connected to my work are out there because I want to go hiking and yoga and different fun physical fitness things that apparently Colorado's famous for, all these healthy people I'm looking forward to meeting. And I hope that you are amongst them. That's what I would like to say. Or Denver's close enough. And I absolutely have some people I would like to kick it with in Boulder. So any of those three cities in Colorado that you live in or play in or visit from time to time, I'd like to hear about it and get some intel because, like I said, I'm thinking about moving and I need some information. So reach out if you like. And thank you so much for being part of my community. And thank you for listening. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off. Have a fantastic week.